Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca just counted us down when we were hit record like the owl from the sucker commercial. <laughs> a one, a two, a three. A three. Usually I say How three, many? two, one, and I said one, two, three, and I surprised myself, so I just started saying it weird. <laughs> you said, a two, a three. I used to quote that all the time. That's one of the best ads ever, man. They don't make ads like that anymore. How many looks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may, the never, world know. may never know. The real question um, of that commercial is, why is that little boy naked? Uh, <laughs> how, was your, how was your holiday? Not too bad. Um, it was pretty chill. I had hung out with some friends on New Year's. I made it. So every year, New York, I mean, not New York, New Year's Eve, something weird happens to me. Um, last year, my flight got, um, like, it landed four hours outside of where I was supposed to land because of snow. The year before that, I got COVID. The year before that, something happened with the flight. So this year, the weird thing that happened to me, and it always happens around New Year's Eve. Sometimes it happens on New Year's Eve. Sometimes it happens like a couple of days before. This year, what happened to me the day before was the 30th, I tripped and I cut my chin and <laughs> I shattered my phone. It's always something like, with you. It's always <laughs> around its time. You know, they're just trying to get the little, the little nicks out of 2023 or before we go on. But I'm, we're happy to be back. I know. Sad that it wasn't ushered in by our queen. Miley this year we did not get another Miley New mm. Year's Eve with NBC and no announcement yeah. that there wasn't going to be one just kind of a gentle letdown as we realized that it was not being promoted it was yeah. clearly not happening I don't even know what NBC had on I have no idea exactly <laughs> so I'm surprised they didn't get someone else to do it before we get started into Disney 4 and one the first ones of the year if you follow us on social media you are aware that we have, we have officially launched our Patreon. Yay. Yay. Something Woo-hoo. fun for the new year. Details can be viewed online or uh, in our social media posts or on the website. There's going to be a link to our Patreon in the episode description from now on, as well as pretty easily accessible anywhere. Just some of the wonderful things that you'll get if you choose to support the podcast this way. You will be able to see our monthly episode lineups ahead of everybody else. Yeah, because a lot of people always ask, oh, what, like, when we do our theme months, we always put it in the feed, like, what, like, episodes we're watching so we can watch along with us. So, if you join the Patreon, you'll know a month in advance what episodes we're covering, if we're covering any albums, um, so you can kind of prep yourself, do your homework. Um, or if something exciting is happening, you'll also be the first to know. Yes. So the January lineup is live for anyone who is subscribed right now. And we're also doing like bonus episodes. We'll be offering the chance to send in a question for a Disney Channel guest star that we may have on future episodes. Yeah. And if you are a member of the Patreon, you get to suggest um, a bonus episode that we cover and we're and it doesn't and we're trying to do non-disney channel stuff 
Um, so if you want to do like classic Disney, like Lion King, uh, Little Mermaid, or just something, or like a, um, a movie you grew up yeah. on. Nickelodeon on the table, Cartoon Network on the table, Mary-Kate and Ashley VHS tapes. Um. Everything's on the table. <laughs> so we'll be open. And for people who are Patreon members every uh, month when we do our theme months, we'll actually bring it to our Patreon members uh, one episode. We get, you will get, decide we get to cover. So if you want your voice to be heard a lot more and have some extra fun with us, um, it's only $3 a month. And we already have some people signed up. So join in the party. Let's get the party started with some Disney 411 of the new year. Ah, let's go. Disney 411. All right, let's get into it. Out with the old... In with the new, our first story is a little cancellation news. Bunked will not return for an eighth season on Disney Channel, marking the end of the network's Jesse-verse after more than 12 years. No! The final 10 episodes are currently in production and are expected to air sometime in 2024. Disney put out a statement, said, With a fantastic cast of characters and hilarious and heartfelt storylines, it's no wonder Bunked has been one of Disney Channel's longest-running and most successful live-action series. We'd like to thank our talented cast, creative team, and crew for bringing tremendous joy and laughter to kids for seven incredible seasons. Wow. Wow. There's the impact of the strikes hitting us hard right there. The loss of Is it, or... I feel like it might just... It might be... Runtime, but it. I'm sure the strikes didn't help. We also have no. not heard any word on whether or not there's going to be a new season of Raven's Home, and this news is kind of. And then obviously, like we already talked about, but the way the last season ended seemed very yeah. tie it up and be done. Um, but there's not been an official announcement yet. So, well, do you think they would? Well, if because it's bunked and Raven's Home have been the longest running shows. I know. You. I don't think they. They would cancel both. They would. I think they but would. But I at least also have feel one. like it's gonna feel weird if they come back with a new season of Raven's Home after the way that they just ended this one. Well, they could just do unless they like they completely can... pivot. And I mean, you and I have been talking about this off mic because no, we're illusional, be... delusional, and sick. Yeah. But they've been talking about how there might be a POV shift of like Alice. I think that's what they're setting up. Is it's still gonna be Raven's Home? But Booker is now out of the house, and it's going to be about... Because now they can... Because I think that's what's happening with Bunked, how it's lasted so long, is they get to, every couple years, cast... They have, like, four or three consistent characters, and the rest are interchangeable, because after a certain age, they age out of the, the demo, Yeah, you know? So if the little niece is now the star of Raven's Home, they start back at 12 years old, and now they can do it for as long as they want again. True. I feel like if they do continue it, though, Raven will probably take more of a backseat and be more of a supporting character than she is right now. Like, I just have that feeling. Which I think Raven gut. Simone would be fine with. And that's if, if, she it, could. if it continues. Because I can see Raven... Home coming back. Raven's not in on a lot, but is still directing, is still producing it. So she can, and like maybe Raven Baxter is in like two or three scenes each episode. That's my prediction is Raven's Home will not get canceled. It's just going to be retooled again to focus on the little names. I think it will not get canceled. I think it will end 
because I I don't think Disney Channel cares that much about not having its two longest running shows if the focus is continuing to be on Disney Plus, which it seems like it is. So you think so you think Alice will be just get her own spinoff? That could happen, but that little girl could also just be out of a job. Oh yeah. So you're thinking <laughs> we'll the sh- you think you're thinking the show will not come back? I don't think so. Well, we'll see. We'll, That'll be our bets. We will see. They but they well, probably need to say something like soon because TV production is kicking back into yeah, high now gear. That it's back. I'm sure we'll hear something in the next couple weeks because now it's after the holidays. Ooh. So they got to figure out what they're doing. If it ends, at least we got our Tanya teases <laughs> fulfilled. Right. At least we know. Because um, at the end of Raven's Home, that season, Victor is moving back to <laughs> London. Right. Speaking of maybe the final one, our last story is about Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez is slowing down on making music and turning her focus to acting. The actress and singer um, th- uh, has opened up about her career and goals in a new interview. She says on this new Smartlist podcast, I do feel like I have one more album in me, but I would probably choose acting um, when asked about her two passions. I'm going to want to chill because I'm tired. I wanted to be an actress. I never fully intended on being a singer full time, but something, but apparently that hobby turned into something else. I don't think I'm the best singer, but I do know how to tell stories and I love being able to make songs. Hmm. Selena has always known. I will say Selena Gomez has said a lot of things, but we have tracked her music career from like when we read her first album. And now she has always been very upfront of saying to everyone, I'm not the best right, at doing this, at doing singing, but I enjoy it. And I have to give her props for that. Yeah. I also think it's kind of interesting how she like completely stepped away from acting to pursue music for such a long time. Then then she circled back with only murders in the building. And I guess, I mean, working with Steve Martin and Martin Short, I'm sure is enough to make anyone want to only do that for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I... I want to say, I don't know if she would, because, yeah, for the longest time, Selena Gomez was known as being an, an actress, and then she focused on singing, so she became a singer yeah. who was an actor. Since, like, 2012, 2013, I feel like was the last time she was really a major actor, so it's been, like, 10 years of her mostly being a musician, yeah. and now a skincare and, think, and, and beauty miss. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I think only murders in the building. I mean, and I think she doesn't like being so, um, she can't hide behind her anything when you're a singer. Yeah. Because you're just singing. Like, you know what I mean? I think she likes that she's still Selena Gomez, but is not playing herself. And so she doesn't have to. Right. Do all the things as pop stars, like v- bear your soul. And every time she puts out a song, it's going to be like, who is this about? Everyone's like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, of course, she's singing about Justin Bieber. But nobody's again. like, oh, she but- took that role because she's not over Justin Bieber. <laughs> like, no, she took that role because she needs work. Yeah. So I think that's kind of probably it's probably maybe a little bit less stressful when people are, are dissecting your song lyrics and your song choices and no one's dissecting your movies and tv show roles well um and she's good at it she's a good actress yeah so i'm i'm interested to see what she does after only murders in the building oscar campaign ask for what i don't know something no i would like her in another she should do like another series 
I think now that she has Steve and Steve and Martin Short behind her, she has gained a lot more connections. Well, she can also just produce produce anything and get it made at this point. Oh yeah, I know, but I don't think she'll get that up. But those were our two stories of the new year. Did we say that Demi Lovato was engaged? I don't think so. Well, Demi Lovato was engaged, and if this was already for our own story, Demi Lovato's engaged. And so is Annalise <laughs> Vanderpool. And so is Annalise Vanderpool. <laughs> we have not talked about that. So Annalise Vanderpool, thanks to Raven's Home, is engaged. Um, oh my gosh, because it's to the guy that played her ex who was in prison. Hus- yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, so, what a world. We're done with Disney 411 for now. All right. Until next time. Well, speaking of first it's the first episode of the year and last year we started off things strong by venturing into the 2010s shows and we're doing that again today this one really got the year started off hot because we ran a poll on our instagram of four different 2010s disney channel shows for y'all to pick which one you wanted us to cover the most and this one won by one one vote vote. and it was a nail biter till the very end yeah, when we tell you, it wasn't like it was one vote for, like, hours. I think the poll had, like, maybe 30 minutes left up on the stories, and then it got the extra vote. And it did it. was it. very short, anyway. Little Miss China Ann McLean is ready to make, I think, her debut on the Time Machine podcast, because we are talking about so well. the first episode of Ant Farm. Ant Farm. All right, so... Since this is the first time we're talking about Ant Farm, let's kind of go over a little behind the scenes. So <laughs> not Ant you already Farm on aired. your high horse. What? I'm not on my high horse. I can hear what? it in There's your no voice. In the... There's no horses in this show. There's only ants. On your high ant, so, then. My high ant horse. Okay, so Ant Farm aired from May 6, 2011 to March 21st, 2014. It had a sneak peek in may and then the official um show premiered in june and it aired after the series finale of the sweet life on deck <gasps> prime spot so prime spot end of like literally end of this era of literally sweet life of zach and cody yeah long gone now new era has um come in the stage of the imitators as as is upon us, everyone. So a little behind the scenes production. So it stars China and McLean, Sierra McCormick, and Jake Short as China, Olive, and Fletcher. Um, originally the three of them shot a whole different pilot, a oh. whole different show, but it was still starring the three of them called Jack and Janet Save the Planet. Help! Um, the pilot was not picked. <laughs> so. And China aired as Janet. I'm not sure who the other people starred in, but the well, I'm gonna guess the boy was up. Jack. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but since that pilot never got picked up, the creator of that show, um, Dan Signer, um, began creating another show tailor made for China and cast her as the lead. Um, the other two re-auditioned for the parts, and Sierra McCormick, who played Olive, was cast after an audition where she continually talked about tigers. And the creator said that is very Olive. That that would sound like Olive, fast-talking, intelligent student. And then Jake Short, who plays Fletcher, was cast after he found him to, after the creator found him to be as likable as an artist during her his audition. Um, and Jake Short, who played Fletcher, was the last of the three to um, be cast. 
So the first episode was um, obviously had a great lead in with the Sweet Life series finale. It was four million people watched the premiere of that. Not bad. Um, and Ant Farm was a success for the channel. It was the most popular series on television among children in the age range of six to eleven and nine to thirteen. It had a soundtrack and it was successful, spending five weeks on the Billboard Kid charts, um, but peaked at number twenty nine on the Billboard two hundred and peaked at number two on the U.S. soundtracks. So China and McLean guest starred on the Wizards and Hannah Montana, along with Sierra McCormick. So she was, you know how Disney likes to do. Of they course, like to test them course. out in a little, in a little, um, little sidestep shows before they give the big dogs. They must have been babies in those episodes, though, because they're, they're still kind of babies here. They say they're, in this show, they say the main characters are 11. There's no way they're all 11 years old. Do you think they're younger or older? No, they're older. They say they're 11, but this show premiered in 2011. China and McLean right now is 25. She was 13. Right. Yeah, she was about 13. She, they were she older, looks to be 12 or 13. I feel like the boy looks like he could be like... So along with um, China, Olive, and Fletcher, we have Lexi Reed, who is the popular girl. And then we have Cameron, China's... Um, older brother and then we have angus who is a recurring character in the first couple of seasons but then becomes a main character by the final season before we get into the ep we have a lot of thoughts i'm sure what are your initial memories of ant farm i remember it coming on once on like in my dorm when i was up late at night and i watched a little bit of it and thought it was horrible and i turned it off um oh, wow revisiting this i i think this might be better than shake it up at least i hate it less I think, but i think it's more I hate, puzzling I agree. because there this is kind of also in the austin and alley vein where they started pivoting towards that like nickelodeon style humor that we've talked about before like there are there's like an endless 10 minute streak of boob jokes in this episode which is like yeah shocking but i also we discussed this a little bit before coming to the table today but i think this era of Disney Channel is kind of where you start to have the kid actors who grew up watching Disney Channel. So what they're doing, like China and McLean is obviously channeling Raven multiple times in this episode. Like you can just tell based on the choices that are being made that these people came in with kind of like a, a skeleton of what to do. Yeah. And yeah. how to overdo that. China Ann McLean, which I want to now call her China Ant. China Ant McLean. <laughs> um, which I don't know why they never called her China. Oh, also, China in the show is C H Y N A, and China in real life is C H I N A. Yeah, why did they do that? Why did they change it? <laughs> I feel like that's more confusing know. for kids than making a distinction. Um, but China Ann McLean graduated with honors from the Raven. Simone School of Acting. She did. <laughs> she, she, let's just call her Ravant Simone. <laughs> I love how um, this show has the word ant in the title of every episode. Yeah. Just like. It's like. It's like, it's did, like the L word. Because I know Hannah, Mo Hannah Montana did all the songs were based off song lyrics. Because Shake It Up is like something, something it up. Imagine every episode that's Raven was that so. <laughs> blank that's so blank that'd be terrible that's so prom um, that's so prom uh that's so you got fired didn't you <laughs> yeah baby i did 
that's a little deep cut for all the time travelers and China darlings out there. Uh, anyway, yes, China and McLean definitely watched That's Raven growing up. And you can tell. And a lot of those, like the girl who played Lexi watched High School Musical and Sharpay scenes specifically on rotation. Oh, yeah. And this, I think Disney Channel was trying to go back to basics with what made them so popular with Hannah Montana and That's a Raven. Because now you have someone who is the same, shares the same name as her character. Mm-hmm. And there's music. And they kind of you know. started a career as a as a singer for her off the back of this. Yeah, yeah, but there are specific line readings that I said that's Raven. Oh yeah, that's Raven. <laughs> what line reading were you talking about? Because I have mine. Um, when Olive shows up to the house dressed up, and the dad is like uh, trying to lies that they're doing My Fair Lady, and she's like, and she's Eliza Doolittle, and then she goes, yes. Eliza, Eliza Doolittle. Yeah, exactly. And then there was one other one. After Fletcher like trips when she goes, hey, magician, any chance you could make us disappear? Yes. Yes. There was also a little Miley I saw <laughs> in some of them as well. Um, but it was just interesting. It's interesting to kind of see the evolution of now they're just kind of copying what they saw before. And it's I like this more than Shake It Up. I will have to say um, I like things about it that deeply horrify <laughs> It's very confusing. The system of the ant farm is confusing to me. And the reason it's called ant farm is because it's an acronym. It's an acronym for um, advanced natural talent. So it's a gifted program at the high school that if you enroll, you get to go to high school, which it doesn't make sense because the... The gifted classes should just be like, at the end of the day, they go to this high school to do this program. Why are they in regular high school classes? Because they're advanced. No, but they all have different... I thought the thing was they all have different talents. Like, just is China at a high school math level? Because she's just supposed to be a music <laughs> prodigy. I mean, I think it's implied that she is. So everyone has, I'm sure, so you have to pass a history, math, science, and social studies test, along with what do you bring to the table to be part of the ant program? Probably. Because when the little brother at the beginning of the show is like, why does she have to go to my high school? And he's just like, supposed to be a very regular high school student. Yeah. Who's apparently, as implied by the dad, not doing very well in school either. Yeah. And they're in a class together. They're in band together. So, you know, Disney, like, all, what is going on here? And I found it funny that since they established that the AM program, they're all supposed to be advanced for a level in the core group. You can't have a dumb one. Because then it won't work. So the yeah. dumb one is like a recurring character of like the bully. <laughs> unless like, <laughs> you have watch, to have a dumb one. Unless we watch more episodes and there there's a now like dumb one but anyway let's let's get into it let's get into the actual episodes we've already kind of talked about it well we open on a little bit of what we just talked about uh china's first day at this high school and she's walking in with her brother and her dad the dad is a cop and i'm like didn't we just do this like the mom and shake it up is a cop yeah and that seems like switch it up and and the show switch shake it up and switch it up um (laughs) and the show takes place in san francisco so Raven, Raven again. Hmm. Um, China's shoes. 
the high tops Ugh. that go all the way to the... I shudder every time I see those. <laughs> and their piano keys. <laughs> that, was such a, that was such a vibe back then. I will say, I think maybe part of the reason why I'm not as at least visually disgusted by the show is Shake It Up is I think because the outfits are more just like very regular they are people re- going to school in 20... Like they reek of 2010 and 2011, yes. but they're not like just disgusting make yes. you want to barf the second you lay eyes on them loud like, like the shaken up outfits Fletcher's are. Fletcher's pants are just so yellow they're like yellow jeans and that was such but that's the thing like that that's what we wore back then back in 2011 yeah so I, can't I had these that. like bright green like the color of toothpaste pants that but, I wore all the time but no one is really overly layered we have some layers yeah. here and there but nothing like what they put Zendaya in um so we get a tour, so China and the dad go into where the ants are, and we get introduced to this character named Gibson. Horrible. Who, <laughs> what? Um, basically, he's the, the head of the ant program, and has everything rolled into one. So any ants, any questions China has, you just go so to Gibson. So he's supposed to be, like, presumably smarter than all these kids if he's the one leading them. But he has, like, Arwen man-child vibes. Is it supposed to be because he's, like, so smart? He's so quirky. So advanced that he's, I don't know. Crazy. He, like, pulls licorice out of his hair as yeah. soon as he meets them. And the dad eats it. So here is when we get, they're just being crazy and weird to be crazy and weird. Because we get Gibson and the Twizzler. Then we get the mom, China's mom, coming in. For two in. seconds. This is her only scene in this episode. That's why I'm like, there, what's the point of this? What's and that's a point? shame. Because her mom is hot. Oh. <laughs> um, she walked in in that outfit, and I said, oh. Yeah, apparently the, the mom is a, is a children's party performer. Yeah, and she and, walks in with a battle axe. And yeah, it's she, like security was giving me crap about my axe. Mama, leave it in the car. Yeah. You don't need to walk in here with that. And, but then that's the last thing we see of the mom. So I'm, now Yeah, I'm like, she's not ever she might be in other episodes I'm of sure. the show but she is not anywhere in this episode of the show after that so yeah so then i'm like what's the point of her showing up when if like the battle act wasn't going to come in at the end at this party that they eventually go to what's the point of her showing up at all and not just saying oh your mom couldn't make it this morning and introducing her at a later date the rest of the episode the mom is not anywhere to be seen and they don't explain why yeah, she runs in, introduces herself in two lines, and explains that she has a weird job, and that's it. That's it. It's so bizarre. So we get the theme song. Thoughts? Boom, that's boom, like... Boom. <laughs> Music for a sushi restaurant by that's... Harry Styles. Quakes. <gasps> You're so right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that was a big thing. I forgot. What do you um, think? What do you think of the theme? I don't love it. But I mean, China has a good voice. Yeah, so there's no it's denying. Not the worst. There's no denying China's um, a great. I singer. really hate um, the Photoshop. Instead of doing yes, that was, that was instead bad of doing just like regular clips. footage of the show. You do love they when have, they they you do love the clip version of like the. I love the clips because I feel like it introduces me to the show as a whole. And then, and when, then you, when I see that in an episode, I'm like that meme of Leonardo DiCaprio where he's pointing. yeah, you're like that's in the uh, that's in the episode I'm watching. <laughs> Yeah. And but you don't I, I don't like hate a non clips opener, but I just hate that it's like photoshopped baby pictures of all of them. Badly that photoshopped. are so scary. Yeah, it's like baby China is with all these instruments, baby olive is with all So Olive's thing is 
she can remember anything. So she has like a photographic memory. Yeah. Which I can accept that she's in all these high school level classes. Yeah, that she's, makes sense. She's the only one. Because if China, China singing, singing and playing instruments will not get you an A in science level at high school level <laughs> science class, you 11 year old. <laughs> That's why I need some more explanation on if they had to take some standardized testing to get here. Did you catch that? Um, I was looking them up as the theme song was rolling. And the girl who plays Olive, Sierra McCormick, mm-hmm. Sierra McCormick, she got her start on the show. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <gasps> Wow. With Jeff Foxworthy. That used to be appointment television for me. A true aunt. A true aunt. I know. I was like, okay. She was also in Ramona and Beezus with Selena Gomez. So there's a little crossover there. I think she was just like a small role. And um, the girl who plays Lexi, the enemy, was the lead in Insidious 3, which is important to me because that's the only Insidious movie I've ever seen. Wow. Well, um... We all know China Ann went on to star in the, in the Descendants movies. She went on to also produce Disney Channel's greatest Halloween hit, Calling All the Monsters. <laughs> Which I think is from this show. It's like in is an it? episode. I think. Um, and, then, and then Jake Short went to star on a show on Disney XD called Mighty Met with the guy oh. with the, the little brother from Good Luck Charlie. Sierra McCormick was uh, most recently on American Horror Stories as well. So we have two Ant Farm girlies with their toes in the horror universe. And Jake Short is a meme. You know, like the meme? That's who that is. Yeah. I've spent this whole time thinking that little boy was from like Ned's Declassified. No, no, that's him. That's him. I see it now. I see it now. Yeah. I will just say he was my favorite character. Really? (laughs) You don't like him? I don't mind him. I just think the choices that they made with his character are kind of Oh, I don't understand strange. when. So so we're kind of just jumping all over the place, just like this episode. Um, so this so Fletcher is introduced to China by Olive. And yeah. When we Fle- come back from the theme song, yeah, we kind of get introduced to, to everyone else. All of the ants, because we get introduced to Angus right away. And yes. he's sitting there messing with like a nuclear thing and china thinks it's a game so she picks it up and pushes a button which is rude to begin with but then it's implied that that china like accidentally sent a missile to a country so (laughs) and angus has to shut it down (laughs) choppenheimer (laughs) oppenant the next episode china and mcoppenheimer china and mcoppenheimer the implications of the ant farm are, are astounding. Yeah, some of the things that happen in this episode are insane. Also, I have to note it. There's this ant that they introduce named Svetlana. Jump scare. Who is their talented gymnast. She swings down from the ceiling. Which is obviously a dummy. And they have this dummy whose face is never seen in a horrible wig. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And you know if there's one thing I'm going to do, it's call out a bad wig on Disney Channel. Because <laughs> if you have a wig hanging upside down... First of all, it's so yellow blonde that it's like gleaming in the lights. But it's just like it looks so waxy and like it's hanging. So you can see it like coming down and the way it's parting is weird. And when the girl comes down, you can see her brown hair like completely (laughs) peeking out of the side of the wig. I think every episode we need you to have like a wig corner. (laughs) 
What kind of I'm not even like I'm not that like experienced on what makes yes, a good but every wig, time. But I a, can point out a bad one. There's every time there's a bad wig, you have to no- make note of it. And Disney I just feel Channel like they should loves do better. bad wigs. They do. Um, but except for except for Miley's. Miley's wig was always like a thousand thread count. Well, that, well that's because it's going to be on screen. <laughs> best for the majority. of the best. It, that's because it's going to be on majority of screen time. So they yeah. had to put effort into it. Otherwise, people That's like, why oh. I don't. I don't think I can sustain that much so random because the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be wigging out. Um, so we enter, get introduced to Fletcher via Olive, and he introduced. She introduced Fletcher to China, and of course, Fletcher immediately has a crush of on course. China and starts saying something, something strange. Um, like he just starts like mouth diarrhea he starts babbling and babbling and what he does when he catches himself babbling is he will stop talking and then run and go freeze and stand next to a wax figure he is making yeah those wax figures are so disturbing well not just any wax figures be wax figures of like the people in the class yeah like these are scarier than madame tussauds and that's saying something right um, this so, is we're getting into House of Wax territory, right? In this episode, um, I wrote um Olive help in my notes, and I can't figure out why. <laughs> oh well, we'll never know. Olive was annoying me. China gets I'm an so ant. China gets an ant pad, and it's for <laughs> it's for all of the things the ants get to do. And my favorite thing, I laughed out loud was they all sit down to look at the ant pad together and China goes, oh my gosh, look at these awesome apps and proceeds to just name, here's the weather app, here's the map app. (laughs) Proceeds (laughs) to name apps that everyone else has. I mean, the first time you get a device like that, everything is exciting. It was just funny because it's supposed to be like state-of-the-art technology and he's just like, oh, the weather. So (laughs) do only the ants get those and not everyone else that goes to the high school? Well, I think they make a point to really hammer home the fact that these are little kids in high school. So I think only the kids, because it's called an ant pad. I know, but I would be mad as hell if there was an 11-year-old in my math class like playing Temple Run in the back while I'm trying to learn. <laughs> you know those kids are playing Temple Run on their phones. <laughs> they they reveal to us, like, all the ants run out into the hallway to get to class early. And China's like, why are you, why? Like, second period doesn't start for a while. But they they all scream and they run when the crowd comes in. And it's just a completely normal, like, slow-moving yeah. crowd. And these kids are screaming and running, and Angus gets swept away. And he's yelling, tell my mother I love her. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Who got slapped? Oh, it's when they're running, and um, Fletcher stops, and he's like, we have to save Angus. And Al- oh, Olive yeah. slaps him, like, ball face slaps him. And it's like, Angus is gone! <laughs> So I'm okay. So maybe this means Fletcher's going to be the dumb one. Is that what we're setting up here? I guess he gives off like dummy slash quirky vibes, but I yeah. don't think they're necessarily trying to say that he's stupid. Right. Everyone's I don't little, know. Everyone's it's weird. A little, everyone's a little quirky in this show. I mean, yeah. Quir- quirky ants. So they go to band class, and China is sitting in a chair that she gets thrown out <sighs> okay, of. Okay. I- can I say something again? Why are Fletcher and Olive in this? The music is not their thing. It's an elective. Anyone can take it. No, but okay. No, I'm mad at the ant farm. 
Because China's supposed to be a prodigy, but she is in class with other high schoolers. So you're, now you're implying she's only good as like a 16-year-old, even though she's 11. And it seems like she's supposed to be better than that because at the end of the episode, exactly. she lists like 15 instruments that she can play. Exactly. And so several why... times we see her like performing music and everyone like gasping at how yeah. good she is. So, and so why are Olive and Fletcher in this music class? And Fletcher gets his head stuck in a tuba. So, so if someone can explain to me, are the answers, so does that mean China's also a good sculptor? Does that mean China also has a photographic memory? Do all the answer the same things? Can I think China... our brains are going to melt like those wax figures do if we keep trying to pick this apart. And can China also make an atomic bomb like Angus and Oppenheimer? Anyway, that doesn't well, matter, yes. but... Well, Lexi throws China out of her chair with the line, let's see if this China is breakable. Boo. <laughs> we love a bully with puns. <laughs> <laughs> and the band director immediately comes in and is like, oh, you made the wrong choice sitting there. And he asks China to play. He's like, oh, you're supposed to be the prodigy? Play something. And she goes, okay, and whips out her ant pad and starts playing a mobile game. Right. And it's like. Like, that's not even funny because that's just clearly not what he meant. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. China's like, oh, teehee, just kidding. And then she busts out like three different tunes on the violin, shocks yeah. everyone. Which and then prompts the director to say, like, by the way, I'm about to do hairspray, the production of hairspray. Right. And very similar to high school musical, you just sign your name. You really just sign big. your name up. And this is when Lexi is saying basically word for word, my brother and I have school starred in all the school's production. From she Sharpe. says she's been the star in every single one, and she goes line by line down, and she's like, Grease, Annie, Fiddler on the Roof, and she's in a beard. She was Tevya. So Because at first I was like, there's no way that this girl thinks she's gonna be Tracy Turnblad. And then they showed her as Tevya, and I was like, Well, maybe. <laughs> okay, since since they're casting hairspray, let's cast the Disney Channel stars as hairspray. Zach Efron is already Link Larkin. Everyone else already is Link games. Larkin. Bridget Mendler as Penny. I beg. Bridget Mendler as Penny. Oh, interesting. I was gonna say Emily Osment. Um, Eric Allen Kramer from Good Luck Charlie as Edna. <laughs> Arwen <laughs> as um the dad. The dad. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Kim Rhodes as Velma von Tussle. Stop. Big Blonde and Beautiful would eat. <laughs> she would be seducing Arwen. The tables would be turned. <laughs> Who would China? Would, would China be Little Inez? Yes. Who would be Motormouth? Raven? Corbin as seaweed, seaweed? Of course. So Ant Farm is also for all the musical theater lovers out there. Even though um, China's brother, when they're in line to sign up, says that he's going to sign up for cast because he played Les in Les Miserables. And Lexi, unlike a true theater kid, just makes a joke at his expense instead of immediately correcting him. Exactly. So after this class is when they're in the locker. Yeah, because they have another um, another run in with the uh, the the changing of the class. And there's a class change and they are running, running, running and they can't find anywhere to go in time. So China pulls Olive into this random locker with her. And. They're not as short as the other kids at some of them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why. So they are eating 
Olive sees something and is eating it, and there's like she's like, I'm thankful that I'm here and I'm eating this cupcake. And China's like, that's not my locker, and that's not a cupcake. And Olive says, Oh, that explains why it has a tail. Eats it anyway. We don't know what that is. Hello? And Olive's Was it a rat? Right. And and this episode ends with Olive's death. <laughs> Just kidding. She gets um, she gets sick of botulism and she passes away for <laughs> eating a rat. That was in a locker. What was it? What could have possibly had a tail that she would have consumed? But they overhear Lexi having a party, is planning on having a party, and she's talking to one of her friends. Because, of course, Lexi's like, who does that China girl think she is coming into my class? And yada, yada, yada. And they say some of, like, the most horrible dialogue I've ever heard in my life. The dumb friend did make me laugh a couple of times. I'm, I'm not sure if it was out of, like, sheer shock from what they were saying or if it was because i actually thought it was funny but one of the lines was in this scene where she says that she thought china was pretty good at that tiny chin guitar oh okay i'll i'll give you that one but they are talking about their party plans and there are now it's like oh because teens are always on their phones that kind of joke mm-hmm. and they're texting it to each other as they're standing next to each other and like are your rents still on vacay and like that kind of dialogue, and you know, oh yeah, it was awful. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, so Olive and China have a plan that says, if basically, if we want to be taken seriously at this school, we need to go to the party and show that we can hang with all the high schoolers, and then they like we won't be because we go to this school too. Um, so that's kind of the the plot. There's no B plot basically in this whole episode which i found interesting not really not really like there really isn't the brother doesn't have a b-plot i guess for the a brother is you... barely there yeah so that's kind of their plan is to go to this party well olive and fletcher show up to the to china's house to get ready to go to this party and i don't know who told any of these children how to dress <laughs> well china well, Chi- is the only one vaguely appropriately dressed but she's still wearing a pink shirt with like a bunch of little masks on it no so china said we need china said we have to dress older to go to high to go to this high school party one everyone knows how high schoolers are dressing so i don't know why olive and fletcher yeah you see them every day so and what two, are you doing? <laughs> for someone who says we have to dress older, China definitely got that outfit from Justice. <laughs> right. And is rocking Ma- the Justice Maybe she fit. just went one section over, like a little outside of the age group she normally shops in. Right. Justice so, is making a comeback in Walmart. I saw a display the other day. <laughs> did, you look, did you look at the sizes? <laughs> I didn't. I can't fit anymore. So, uh, But Olive is wearing this like red costume dress. That looks and like this Dolly is Parton. where the... Yeah, with ballet well, flats. Well, before that, Fletcher shows up looking like Mr. Peanut. <laughs> In a full suit. And, and a monocle. monocle. Crazy. But Olive, this is where the joke started to like, at, at times it's almost uncomfortable <laughs> with the, what they're doing with this. And I'm not sure the implications of it either. She, it seems like they're wanting us to believe that she fills this dress with yogurt. Like yeah. nothing but yogurt. At I first thought was, I thought it was like yogurt containers. That's but what I thought. towards the end, it falls out and explodes all over Lexi. So what do you think? <laughs> so it's a bra it's like, with a bunch of yogurt in it? It has to be. But that, I see, I think it's the containers. I think it's the containers in the bra. But she makes the joke, and this is just what like starts this run of jokes that I could not believe they were making. 
when China asks what is in there, Lexi says, it's blueberry yogurt. I wanted them to look natural. And the label said all natural. Yeah. So the label on the... <laughs> see, I think we... Maybe that should be a poll. Do you think <laughs> the bra has... Hey, do you think Olive's boobs were just yogurt? Or was there something in between? I think it, I think she just stuffed a bunch of yogurt containers in it. That's what I thought too, but then I don't know how they're thinking that it explodes all over Lexi at the end if it's not already just loose. I guess. And there's a couple times it seems like you can hear her sloshing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But the dad comes home, and he's supposed to be out for a meeting, but he says the chief canceled it, and he's like, why are you all dressed like that? Oh, there's also a running joke that everyone thinks her dad's a mall cop. Okay. You wish you were popular. <laughs> you wish. But he's like, what are you doing with Mr. Monopoly and the community chest? <gasps> I don't I know. Cannot... Okay, I didn't hear what he said that. I didn't hear he that. He called her the community chest. I cannot believe that the adult man said that about that child. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't hear him say that. I that heard is him say horrifying. Something. He says it kind of like he just gestures at her like he can't think of something to say. And then he says the community jazz. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, Um, boy. Oh, boy. And China gives the excuse that they're they're learning about Pygmalion in in school. Which is when she says, Eliza, do a little. Do a little. Which is very, very of the Raven school of acting for sure. Mm -hmm. Very Raven. Um. So, of course, the dad's like, okay, well, gotta go. And that's when China and the gang go to the party. Well, they go up to Olive's room. Oh, yeah. And, or, they go up to China's room. They go up to China's room. And they're both like, how are you going to, like, he said we can't go. Or you think he's just not going to walk up in here and check the room? And China's like, I have an idea. And Fletcher apparently very quickly constructed wax dupes of all of them in the exact outfits that they're wearing right now right the party's over <laughs> it's been the four weeks not, it's been four weeks they had this on to another party he's like i'll get you next time i guess he just makes like a bunch of them and like no, just the outfits or something no i thought the joke was he had china's already made really fast and he's like oh it's not like i have these like already ready for you well, yeah, because they just met, like, that day. No, no, there's a joke where... No, okay, it's at the end, I think. They leave these wax figures, and I don't know who they think this is going to fool when someone opens the door and, <laughs> and it's... No, and no one moves. <laughs> the three shiny and still and horrifying-looking little people. But when they're leaving and they're like, are you sure your parents aren't going to notice? She's like, well, my mom is gone and my dad's out to lunch. Like, he's literally not out to lunch. He's home. And it's night. Yeah. It's that line was so weird. Like it was, yeah, it was very like strange, but we get to the party and of course everyone is not dressed like what they thought they would dress like. No, they're dressed like they would go to school or maybe a little Um, nicer. And when does the boobs go to Olive's back? (laughs) (laughs) Like as soon as they get there. Because they I... walk through the door and Olive takes like two steps toward the dance floor and immediately has a boob crisis. <laughs> and they like <laughs> sag all the way down. And China makes the joke that if she wore some nasty teeth and went to church, she'd look like her aunt on Sunday or something like that. Yeah. So, and, and then, then they Olive... kind of shake her again and they go whoop like all the way around. 
So yeah, it has so to be liquid yogurt in there okay, if it's so, just fluid. Okay. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> That's I'll, what I'll we're going with. She has back boobs. <laughs> back boobs. Uh, so Cameron, China's brother, sees her at the party. And she's basically like, you shouldn't be here, yada, yada, yada. And, but apparently Cameron is grounded, which was never established. Or we missed it. Because that's why he shouldn't be at the party. Yeah, we missed that for sure. I don't know, but he's not, he's definitely not supposed to he's be there to be because there. he said that he like took the tracker yeah. off of his phone or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he says that it says I'm at church or something. Yeah. And then, and then there's this like, this is off color joke for Disney Channel. And it's like, and China goes, oh, look, you got a new text from Satan. It says, see you soon. <laughs> she ate. So she's basically like, you're going to hell. Bye. Um, and then like I could not believe they said that I was like I know Disney acknowledging Satan well they're already like 10 minutes deep into these breast jokes I have to point out the part where China's like okay guys we have to act cool we have to act like adults and she sees cookies on the table cookies cookies like the cookie monster himself (laughs) cause you know cookies are only for kids so the guy that they're like guidance counselor lead guy whose name I already forgot. Gibson. Gibson comes by the house, I guess. He comes by to check on how China's first day of school went and the dad opens the door and the um, lamps have been turned onto the wax figures. And we saw a little bit of them melting and I was disgusted as they were going to the party. But by the time that they oh, yeah. come into the room, literally go to House of Wax horror movie territory because the other two just like kind of their heads kind of cleanly come off. But the China one's eyeball is melted like halfway down its face. It's truly like two, disturbing. Like, it looks like two face at the end of Dark Knight. It's so <laughs> scary. It's so scary. <laughs> and that's when they're like, hmm, this isn't right. They're like, we got to go. Uh, but back at the party, the kids have kind of split up and they're in different groups with some different people. Fletcher is talking to the dumb bestie girl of Miss Lexi. And his monocle pops off. His monocle pops off. And because she thinks he's, he's a magician. Oh, yeah. Because she's like, I think magicians are so hot. And he's like, yes, yes, I'm a magician. And, that, and, that, and that's when the monocle popped off. Did your monocle <laughs> pop off or are you just excited to see me? Stop. That's what he I'm does doing. this card. Like, he fans out the deck of cards and this very clearly dub sound effect goes... <laughs> <laughs> he did not do that. No. And then China is being grilled by Lexi and a bunch of other girls about the story of her first kiss. Right. Which she hasn't had yet. That gave me deep flashbacks to like sorority rushes that I went to. Like a bunch of girls looking at me while they're asking me a question. They ask China who their first kiss was. And then directly out of the That's a Raven Disney Acting 101 book, <laughs> she looks and at the Brady Bunch. And the Brady Bunch. She looks at a door. She looks at the banister. And the person who gave China her first kiss, allegedly, is Dorian Bannister. The portrait of Dorian Bannister. (laughs) Um, But her brother, of course, chooses that moment to walk by and be like, you haven't had your first kiss at all. And then Lexi is somehow in two places at once. Because then later she's with Olive. Yeah. Who is announcing, who said the line, what does a lady have to do to get a juicy box around here? (laughs) Girl, if that ain't me. (laughs) Right. Like, all all of it's kind of relatable. Me looking for the Capri Sun lemonades every summer. 
And then what does a girl have to do around here? Get a juicy box. Lexi just for some reason at her party has this drink just sitting. Behind. It's just a soda. But it's red viper soda. Which is that and supposed to be like Red Bull? I guess maybe it's like it's an supposed to be Red drink. Bull. It's supposed to be Olive went to a high school party and got drugged. That's what the implications are. Yes, are. but she get, just gets like caffeinated out and she's going crazy. Yeah, and so jumping around. And and then um, Fletcher is still flirting with the girl who thinks he's a magician. He's like, yeah, I think we need like a because he's like predicting the future or something. And he's like, I think we need more of a physical connection to, like, get this magic to work. And she, like, gives him a big hug. She's like, uh, is it working? And he's like, oh, yeah. It's working. <laughs> Olive goes to see China. And, Chi- and Olive is, like, so out of it. Because she drank that Red Bull type drink. Yeah. And, that's, and, she, and Olive bumps into China, I think, which bumps into Fletcher. And Fletcher knocks over the, um, the stereo. <laughs> so it's all it's all like, and it breaks like it just it immediately like sparks and it breaks. Um, it cuts back to before Gibson and the dad decide to or or fi- try to figure out, I guess, where before they figure out where they're at. Um, I'm not sure how old Gibson is supposed to be, but either way, this is very strange. Gibson reveals that he was aware that the party was happening, but, and I quote, nobody would text me the deets. And he kind of is like, nobody would text me the deets. Like, yeah, these are children and you're at least 27. 27. They're not going to. And we find out the school, the party's on a school night. I know. And they make a dark joke in this scene where um, the dad calls like the police like his police buddies and he's like hey i need so and so down here and gibson grabs the phone and is like and we need that monkey who knows how to diffuse diffuse bahams and the cop dad says oh officer chimperson actually died it turns out he didn't know how to diffuse bombs so the monkey blew up there's <laughs> that's a lot just of bomb, casual a lot of bomb jokes here on the farm stage so back at the party, the crowd of extras is suddenly very intensely focused on these 11-year-olds bickering. And <laughs> the stereo got ruined, and someone show, shouts, if the stereo's dead, so is this party. Which I'm like, the party was already dead if the stereo was your Some only... Some 25-year-old put that on his reel. He was so excited to be there. I was like, if the stereo was the make or break, this was not a good party. And then Lexi gives this, like, really weak line delivery for a disney villain where she like stomps up to them and she's like she does if you think your lives were ruined at school now yeah just wait until tomorrow but like that's even more inflection than she put on it it's such a strange she has like this like acting tick when she delivers a sassy line where she kind of goes in and out of her posture while she does it i thought like if you watch it you'll know what i'm talking about it had like I think she was just trying to be like sassy. Yeah. Um but China has an idea that she can sing for the party. And well, and, Lexi's like, I don't think the idea my idea of party music is a concerto. <laughs> I wrote that down too. I, I like, like the way like, she says concerto. I think she, I think she ran out of breath saying she's like, I don't think it's a concerto. 
Like she ran out of breath of that line delivery. But China grabs an acoustic guitar that's just sitting around. And I don't think yeah. this is really going to get the party going either. Because no. the, the response to this from the crowd is like tepid at best. Yeah. But she starts playing. And I really want to know like what the choice was here because I feel like this was this is normally a place where like an original song would go. I said that I said if this was Hannah Montana, it would have been an original song. Well, if this was Raven too. I if mean, was, can it, you imagine like the cafeteria dance scene and she's performing like something by Whitney Houston? <laughs> It'd be so different. Wait, that'd actually be kind of fun. <laughs> it would be sing- fun. Would, and Raven I didn't would... hate this. <laughs> I know. I also frank. thought it was very strange because disney was very well into writing their own stuff for their shows yeah why can't she but sing... well the review it's it's dynamite by tayo cruz that's the song that she sings which just dates the, the oh, episode if the wardrobe so if the slang if nothing <laughs> but why didn't i thought this would be a great opportunity to sing the theme song right and like if the whole point of the party was to show them that we can all be at the school and all be friends wouldn't anyway the moral of the story is that we can all come together when dynamite by tayo cruz is playing which is so true i mean the amount of like memes of dynamite there are (laughs) when i was a kid oh yeah um people would i throw my and then insert your own whatever oh yeah what was the one that comes to mind is (laughs) i throw my skittles in the air sometimes (laughs) Singing Ayo, Taste the Rainbow. <laughs> and then I remember saying one, I throw my waffles in the air so sometimes. Singing Ayo, Let Go My Ego. Not waffles. Waffles <laughs> was so 2010 core. And Lexi's like all mad about what's happening. All of like goes to the back and starts turning the lights on and off. Like So she is running up her parents' electric bill. And everyone is loving this song and is dancing the night away. This would not be enough music to get the party going like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it's just a bunch of brain dead looking extras swaying. Like when there's a pause in the crowd and the extras have to focus on what everyone else is saying, they all look so dead in the eyes. And people are sh- uh, rump shaking to Tayo Cruz acoustic. They are. <laughs> and They're loving it. And Lexi and- goes over to like complain or she says something like, ugh, like. That little you... girl is terrible to uh, China's brother. And China, uh, his, her brother goes, that little girl is my sister. And I'm trying to hear her sing. And when he says that, you could hear three people in the audience go like, what? Like... like that was the most banger <laughs> insult <laughs> that had like, ever yes, been delivered. we're rooting for this character now. He's part of us. But right um... at that moment, of course, Gibson and the dad burst in. Which, there's no alcohol at this party. Well, yeah, but Lexi immediately assumes she's in trouble. Yeah, and and the dad and and Gibson say, if your parents don't know you're here, leave. And everyone leaves. I guess he um, was just mad that his own daughter didn't ask permission to be there. Yeah, and the brother told on himself. He does, because he walks up out of the crowd. He could have just hidden or left with everyone else. But he walks up and he goes... China, there you are. I've been looking all over for you. I even left the church. And then he turns and makes that like <laughs> face. Yeah. The, like he was, he was hidden in plain sight. I know. And he told on himself. So He literally makes the face that says, I'm guilty as hell. Yeah. So the dad tells him to go home. Everybody clears out. China has to ride in the back of the cop car. 
Yeah. But Olive and Fletcher are still there. And Lexi's like, what are you freaks doing well, here? Get out of my house. Well, the whole they have this whole conversation about how the dad's like, I knew you going to high school early was a bad idea. And so now we don't know if China's going to be back at the AMP program the next day. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, because all she did was try to make some friends and go to a party where there was yeah. no alcohol. I mean, I know, I know she snuck out, but like. And saying Tayo Cruz. <laughs> saying Tayo Cruz. See, I it, it almost feels more Disney Channel for me to him have walked in at that moment and been like, that was so good. You're in trouble, but that was so good. And then, yeah. we, I, I don't know. But I love <laughs> being able to about- see, like, Lexi's, um, in Lexi's house. I love when decoration on a Disney Channel set is just Our, a like her headshot. headshots. Yes. Because yeah, it's so obviously a headshot. They're like, oh, we got to fill this house out. Uh, getting but this is when, when she's kicking, um, Olive and Fletcher out of her house, this is when the blueberry yogurt explodes out of Olive's dress and somehow none of it gets on her. It just all goes like uh, out and down and up somehow. Like the physics of this don't make any sense. The the physics of this does not, like it shouldn't have exploded that much. It shouldn't have exploded in that particular, it just shouldn't have, That it may have gotten on her shoes and that was That just left me with so many questions. Because you hear like a... And like what force? What was the force of that happening? Yeah, because Olive just... All she did was kind of stomp her feet. That's all she did. Whoosh! Like and it got Olive all has all superpowers. She's like, my mom's going to kill me. It's like, like, okay. So that happens. And then the next day, uh, Olive and Fletcher have been searching all around the school. And they said they haven't seen China. So they're guessing that. Also, um, their outfits in that scene were. Whoosh. Fletcher has on the red pants and his Louis Tomlinson era. (laughs) And um, (laughs) Olive has something on that I was like, ooh. It was like little cherry, like capri leggings with ballet flats, of course. Because you're always going to see that character in ballet flats. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pirouetting at the drop of a hat. The reason I have such a distaste for ballet flats is because I used to be that person and seeing it happen to somebody else is just... just, just and you're just mad other people are, like, rocking it out. It's just the worst. But they're like, well, China must be gone. Like, her dad must have pulled her out. But then they're like, wait, where did all these instruments come from? And China Lord, pops out from behind them. So, which confirms that it's not a requirement for them to be musicians. So, why are they in the same music class as China? I really don't think we can harp on this because it's never going to make any sense to us. If you're what happened with thing. Hairspray? I'm sure the production of Hairspray doesn't come back. <laughs> I hope that's the season finale. We'll see. Um, but then, like, they're walking in the hallway, like, pretty confidently in between classes. And Olive is like, do you want to eat lunch in the cafeteria? And China's surprised Wait. they're not afraid. No, we, but... yo, we, we bypassed the, her popping up. I literally um, said she popped up from behind the instruments. Oh, and they're like, China! And this is when Fletcher makes another reference to having a lot of China wax figures. He says he stayed up all night making them. So he made more than what he already had. Yeah, but like you said, they are more confident now walking in the halls. Yeah, um, because Olive says that the police showing up at the party gave them some street cred. And she demonstrates this by turning and stomping in the general direction of two extras much larger than her who scramble and run away. And uh, please rewind five seconds when we described what she was wearing. <laughs> Cherry leggings and ballet flats. 
And she's ru- to quote Rizzo, she was rule school. It's probably because they saw her outfit and went, ooh! <laughs> <They turned laughs> yeah, and that scared them away, for sure. <laughs> well, because then, once the bell rings anyway, they're screaming and running again. Yeah, because Angus was like, Angus, Angus is finally back. Angus back to school, and they said they had to give him a new spleen. If there's um, one thing a children's show in this era was going to do, it was make a joke about a spleen. spleen Joan. And guess what? He gets run over again. And he's screaming my spleen the entire time. (laughs) And that was (laughs) Ham Farm. Oh boy. Um so what do you what do you think of the show and I'm it's really fascinating to see Disney Channel end up in this place where it's making the types of jokes that it never used to make and showing horrifying things on screen. And it's just really interesting to see, like, okay, these are the kids who grew up on it. Now let's see what they do. And it's something, like, that's sort of familiar but also very different. Yeah. You can definitely see the traits they grew up watching. And maybe that's why it feels more, like, hokey and theatrical. It could also, of course, always be because we were older at the time that this came out and are watching this as adults and the rose-colored glasses come off a little bit. But there's definitely an objective, like, difference between the acting styles. Yeah, because I think as Disney Channel as it is, Raven and Hannah Montana and all those people have an advantage because there really wasn't a lot of shows to compare their acting styles to and they just kind of did what they wanted and you know it's in the same way of like the early queens of rupaul's drag race were just the girls who didn't know but now you have girls that come on that have been watching every season since it's been on and they know how to do like they've been studying the exact art of what to do when they get there yeah you like you can't tell me china did not watch that's raven she did not watch hannah montana she did not watch, like, the Cheetah Girls. The way she said Eliza like do a little told me everything I need to know. Oh, yeah. Everything. Everything. Everything we needed to know was through <laughs> that. That was, that was, uh, she got an A in Raven that day. Well, <laughs> didn't you find a little picture of, like, very young China and McLean that's, and Sierra McCormick with... That's them Miley as guest Hannah? starring on Hannah Montana. Oh, they did it together? Yeah, they did it together. Wow, it was, their it journeys like were very... Intertwined. Yeah, it was a couple years. I think it's when they were actually like ten. So it's a couple years before that. Yeah, they're they're younger. Um. So yeah, it wasn't as like I said. So far, the two thousand shows we've covered, Shake It Up has been the one that I was like, I can't watch this. Shake It Up is just so in your face all the time. I think that's Ant Farm. Ant Farm had it's. It's. I think the thing about Ant Farm, for me, was. It was trying too hard to mm-hmm. be that next Disney show. I think Shake It Up was just like, <laughs> this is what we are. <laughs> and Austin the Alley was just kind of like strange for being strange. Yeah. Austin and Alley, the more I think about it to me, feels like a Nickelodeon show. Nickel- yeah. And we talked about it. And it's about, because, like, of course, it had like a creative team from there, but it just like. Yeah. Ant Farm kind of feels somewhere in the middle. Like it's halfway in between a Disney Ant Channel Farm show and a Nick show. It feels like, let's create a Disney Channel show. That makes no sense, but it makes sense at the same time. Yeah. Like everyone went into it being like, we are making a Disney Channel. It's giving the show. SNL skit the Disney Channel School of Acting. Like it's. Yes. So 
watch Ant Farm and with that mindset being like everyone who worked on this before they even stepped foot on the stage said we are making a Disney Channel show and we're going to follow Disney Channel like we're going to tick all the Disney Channel sayings and stuff anyway so before we officially close the book on Ant Farm it's time for a promo powwow promo powwow um so usually promo powwow we watch um a commercial of how Disney Channel promoted the specific episode we're watching, but we're doing things a little different. Since this is the first time we watched Ant Farm, um, we're watching a promo that Disney Channel aired to get everyone excited about the rest of the season. So we're actually watching um, how Disney Channel promoted the rest of Ant Farm and what they treated to fans looking forward into the future if they wanted to keep Ant Farm really high on their DVR list. Coming up on the all-new series, Ant Farm. Yeah! Lots of screams. Lots of screams. Like you're dabbing into the trash can and get the pudding cups. Why me? Because I don't want to. More gross out time. humor on the way. But what high school? Oh. Well, the conspiracy by doing the worst science project ever. What? Conspiracy. Them? Illuminati. More singing. Yes, China. More singing. <laughs> Costumes. Oh. Oh, okay. Lots of China. Lots of well, she's a star. What's happening? You guys are awesome. Oh my god, the zebra and pink dress. Of course they had to. What are you doing? I don't know. Don't miss the Disney Channel original comedy and far. On Disney Channel. <laughs> on Disney Channel. <laughs> so did that get you? Ex- did I get you excited for the season of Animal? Um, I I have more questions than anything. Yeah, there's a lot of screams. <laughs> there's a lot of mess. There's a lot of music. Ready for a China? A China? A, a good old China time. Um. All right. So, what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is if you're going to sneak out to go to a party, you need a better plan than wax figures of yourself. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Um, I think my Disney Channel lesson is have a backup if your stereo gets ruined. Like, you're telling me there's nothing else you could have done? That was like a, a stereo <laughs> on a... Nobody had a backup? Um, no one had a backup? Nobody or... had a JBL? <laughs> right <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's like that's your only stereo in the house yeah it's two th- i mean it's 2011 you could you can turn on the tv well, iPod on like touches a, were a thing by then you could at least turn someone's or, up all the way. or you could have turned on your tv and found the music choice channel on your on demand exactly and music videos. so many and, options and, and if you know about music choice you know about music choice <laughs> um all right Becca, if people want to find out how you're dynamite, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O, Becca's Records on TikTok, Becca Stogner on YouTube. I'll probably be making my movie of the year video soon, like I did last year, because I haven't made a video since last year. It's probably time. It's Um, time. Or you can check out my other podcast at YGSSG Podcast, anywhere you might be looking on the internet. 
And if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H. Cameron Martin on Twitter. But more importantly, if you want to keep to date about anything and everything about this podcast, follow us on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Just type on the Time Machine podcast. You'll follow us there. We plugged it before, but now follow us on Patreon for more exclusive content. Um, but rate us on Apple Podcasts if you give us a rating and if you write us a review we will shout you out in the next uh time we record and show you the love right back give us five stars on spotify if you're ever so kind and talk to us on all the social medias we love talking to you guys tell us what you like tell us what you don't like tell us what what you want to hear tell us what you don't want to hear um because we have so much fun uh making this and we want have and we want everyone to have so much fun listening to this all right um, well so that was ant farm <laughs> that was ant farm uh wasn't January... as bad wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be it really wasn't it was just odd like so many things about it were strange and like quirky for the sake of being quirky yeah yeah yeah. but i'm excited about january a lot of things i mean as we get into 2024 there are a lot of things that we grew up with turning 20 this year so there are a lot a lot of anniversaries to celebrate we're celebrating two of them this month and next Mm -hmm. week's is gonna be pretty perfect yeah some people say you may be titillated but i'm pixelated (laughs) Um, but if you want to know what we're talking about, uh, um, sign up for Patreon. You already know what we're talking about. And the week after that, and the week after that, and then you want to hear, you have to, you all have to decode these hard messages we're throwing at you. Um, <laughs> anyway. Like it was, <laughs> until next time, we'll see you later, time travelers. Always buck your seatbelts. belts.